I know we've talked about this in the past about how the collectives can do alcohol and the athletes can't. That's really fun. I feel like what a fun thing to have for game day. Yeah. Keep it in your, uh, I mean, they, they might need it after, <laughs> after their season. They, they might sell plenty of uh, Swill Dog and Bourbon Series. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Name Image Likeness Podcast, the podcast dedicated to covering the NIL world. I'm Wheeler. And I'm Chrissy, and we serve on the NIL team at VictoryFi. VictoryFi offers software built by Wheeler and our team that monitors NIL compliance and education, and we have a platform for student-athletes to create merch. Our framework platform partners with athletic departments to teach student-athletes how to navigate the NIL world and manage money. Our Nilly.io platform is the easiest way to NIL. It allows student-athletes to build their own custom merchandise. Check it out at N-I-L-L-I-E.io. That's right, Nilly.io, N-I-L-L-I-E.io, the place for merch. And, okay, this is fun, fun update. We haven't obviously been here in a couple weeks. And so just to catch you up, we just had a heck of a throwdown, the Victory Christmas party. Um, we and our crew and I, we all went to Zunzi's downtown in Savannah. We got dinner, drinks, a bunch of good wings, appetizers. It's really good cheesy stuff. So I don't know what kind of cheese it was. It was delicious. We got like, um, so if anyone doesn't know what Zunzi's is, it is a staple of Savannah. It is actually going to be on the Monopoly game of Savannah, but some friends of ours actually now own it. They bought it from the original owner and they have just made it amazing. So we went there for our party. It was so much fun. Um, but yeah, they had like the best. We just got a bunch of appetizers, tons of wings, tons of dips, chips, pita. It Boom. was so good. And then followed up with McDonough's for karaoke. karaoke and Lucas and Matthew up there. <laughs> they did awful. <laughs> no, it was so much Probably fun. the worst karaoke years, but overall, very, very fun. That was great. I will say our best Christmas party yet. Best one yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and we are also getting ready for the National High School Athletic Directors Conference. Wheeler will be down there working our booth to show off our high school framework platform. We've had it for colleges. Now we're releasing it for the high school level, and we are so excited. But if any of our listeners will be there, come say hi. Come to the booth. It says Nilly Framework. You can find us. And, you know, We'd love to talk to you. So look up Wheeler while you're down there. It will be an absolute blast. So very yeah. excited for that. We're pumped. I mean, it's, uh, we've done these conferences before. We haven't done this particular one. And we've heard great things about it. Mm-hmm. So we love conferences. We'll report back. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, so we've been gone for so long. Two whole weeks off. So much has happened. So today we're just doing a bunch of news and facts to catch everyone up. So we're all on the same page. And then we're going to talk about our favorite Nellies, of course. Um, There's a but lot I will also, I'm just going to put a complaint out there right now. I'm starting off this season with a complaint. Um, all right. Well, is it filed in the complaint box or are you just <laughs> going to right bypass now. the whole process? <laughs> I'm filing it right now. Can I just say, if you are listening to this and you, your only job is that you promote people to be on podcasts, do not contact me. Do not contact me about this show. I have had. My inbox is flooded every day with requests for people who do not, who barely touch the NIL landscape, and I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, cool. That's a complaint. That's it. That's it. So don't do it. But also, they're not even listening. They're just blanketing the universe of podcasts with these requests. 
Yeah, they can, get, they can get kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so they it automatically goes to my junk box. So I've just been checking and it's annoying. But the end, that's it. Those are my requests. Otherwise, I'm very happy to be back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but should we go to the news and facts? News and facts. Let's do it. Rumor has it that George's Carson Beck, who cried after I beat him yesterday. You did so much. It was me personally. Sitting on the couch. <laughs> um, but he may be getting paid over $1 million to stay at Georgia for another year. I assume that the Classic City Collective has something to do with this. Cough, cough, Matt Hibbs. Um, speaking of them, we subscribe to the Classic City Columns newsletter. And I would also just like to say, Mwah, excellent job on your newsletter. They really provide a lot of options for the subscribers to give to the athletes to get involved. It's really well done. If any of our collective listeners are out there and they want some inspiration, definitely subscribe to Classic City Columns. They send out a newsletter. I believe it's weekly or bi-weekly. I get it fairly often, but it's not often enough that it's annoying. So it's just copy what they're doing. It's very good. Yeah, they do an awesome job. Mm-hmm. And Matt's on top of it. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's, well, Georgia itself is built for NIL, right? Yes. No, they in general, their program is awesome. And but I, I don't know for sure if they're involved, but I would imagine they're involved with that one million. Cool. A million bucks. Wow. That's a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Arkansas Edge is the newly announced as the official collective for Arkansas Athletics. They are backed by Blueprint Sports. And as part of its launch goal, Arkansas Edge is seeking five thousand Razorback fans to become members at $50 a month and an additional 5,000 Razorback fans to join at a monthly fee of $100. Wow. I mean, so they have a pool of 10,000 people that they can draw from. That's pretty awesome. They must have been collecting emails for a while. Yeah. I mean, so they're trying to get, that's, I mean, just the 5,000, I'm doing the math in my head, but 5,000 Razorback fans at a hundred bucks a month. So we're looking at $500,000 a month, which is 6 million a year they're trying to collect. That's insane. Just from like the, awesome. from the small donation package. That will package. really, really help recruit there. Yeah. So Ambitious I, goals. And even if they get part of that, that's mm-hmm. still a lot of money to play with and help them stay competitive. So, Absolutely. wow, it's cool. Okay. So Lone Star NIL, which is the country's first independent statewide NIL, statewide NIL program. We've reported them before. They have announced a new student-athlete NIL promotional program. 10 Texas-based student athletes, which you can tell because it's obviously Lone Star NIL, um, known as as Lone Star Ambassadors, will promote and endorse the company through social media platforms, maybe in-person and virtual meetings, and other media appearances and promotional opportunities. Ambassadors include six females and four male student athletes, and they represent nine sports at eight different Texas schools. Four are at the NCAA Division I level, and four are at the NCAA Division II level. The Ambassadors Program will begin in December and conclude in May. I just think that is so cool. It's independent of a school, but it's just trying to bring good athletes to keep them in the state, to come to the state. That's so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's another example of just that trend we're seeing, the whole kind of ambassador trend. So Mm -hmm. companies are kind of giving higher dollars, more amount to certain players to kind of act as the brand ambassador and um, they're even using that ambassador term over and over again. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the common trend right now. It's, you know, you get some, some big names on there and then you use that to hopefully get their network of players onboarded and they're not going to be ambassadors. They won't probably get the same perks, same deals, same exposure, but they're part of the, the program. And so, yeah, that's uh that's that new trend that we're seeing and it's everywhere right now. All right. So the secondary break club has launched to support UNC men's basketball. 
Their website says that they will focus primarily on NIL opportunities surrounding community engagement, personal development, and team building. I'm surprised there wasn't already a collective for UNC basketball. Um, this, this is the first that I've yeah. followed along I'm with. I'm just surprised. I kind of just assumed. I know there is a UNC collective, but I'm surprised there wasn't one just for the basketball team. Yeah. Very cool. Good job, second break or secondary break. Very cool. Well, opposite of that, the Teal Collective at Coastal Carolina is actually shutting down at the end of this year, so in less than a month. No new collective has formed so far to support Coastal Carolina student-athletes. Subscriptions have been canceled for this collective, which makes sense, and no further donations are being accepted. The collective was formed by alumni Brian Keppel, Patrick Hall, and Maurice Simpkins. So that kind of stinks. I tried to do some more research about what might have happened. I don't know why it's folding, but that really stinks for Coastal Carolina. That was that was a pretty cool thing to have. It takes a lot of work to mm-hmm. run a collective, to deal with the the money and then do it responsibly. And, uh, you know, maybe just the support wasn't there or, I mean, if the support was there, I'm sure they would have found a way to keep it rolling. So um, yeah, maybe NIL isn't for everyone and it's going to be hard for some schools to keep up and not everybody is that, that Georgia, that Alabama, that Auburn, you know, don't have that just huge fan base of fanatics built mm-hmm. in. I think we also, I mean, there are people who just want to play for a school because they love that school. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we kind of forget that it's not just for the money at the college level because a lot of these kids aren't getting anything that's life changing. Truly, truly significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, the, the free scholarship still is probably the most amount of dollar mm-hmm. of, you know, equivalent that anybody's receiving right now. Majority. Well, speaking of significant, what is coming up with the Brander lawsuit? Yeah, so there has been a settlement in the Brander versus sorry, Brandar. <laughs> As we learned. <laughs> Brandar versus EA Sports lawsuit. Earlier this year, EA contacted one team partners to facilitate college athletes' likeness for the upcoming 2024 EA college sports football video game. It's in the game. In case they want to promo that or cut it. Little free sample for you, EA. However, Brandar thought that this was stepping on their toes. In a joint statement this past Thursday, one team partners and the Brandar group said that they reached an amicable settlement of their past disputes related to college group licensing. In parallel to the settlement, TBG withdrew its litigation against EA Sports, and now EA Sports confirms that the game is on track to be released in 2024, which is awesome. It's the best yes. game ever. So does this mean that the Brander group, I will not call it Brandar. <laughs> <laughs> it, does this mean that the Brander group, they're going to get, they just did this because they were taking away the piece of the pie that they thought they were due because they represented those schools. Do you think this means that that's what is actually going to happen? Um, my, well, my, obviously we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the joint statement was very vague as in, I'll read it again, amicable settlement of their past disputes related to college group life. It has to be that they're going to split it up. They're going to split it. It has to. And um, yeah, I think the lawyers probably worked it out and found what was fair somewhere in the middle that they both sides agreed to. And Brainard's getting theirs and EA Sports and, and one team partners are doing their thing. So Good for them. I mean, I'd fight it too if I were them and I had represented the athletes at that school and then yeah. they went around me. I totally get it. Uh, just curious what actually happened. And the worst thing would be the game not released. Mm-hmm. Like that That's the ultimate. Just Yeah, just because y'all are... Going back and forth, going back and forth. Like you don't want to be the reason that, you know, the most popular game that's been shut down for so long that now can come back due to NIL isn't going to be released because you're involved in it. That's not good you're for business. You're just a little jerk. <laughs> that's, just not, <laughs> that's just bad business. Well, a former Colorado football player has filed a lawsuit against the NCAA and power conferences. The player is Alex 
Fontenot. His lawsuit alleges that the NCAA rules that prohibit athletes from receiving compensation from schools and leagues violate antitrust laws. His lawsuit spells out in detail how enormous broadcast rights deals have escalated in recent years and how the college football playoff revenue will also skyrocket when the event expands from four to 12 teams next year. The Knight Commission on Intercollegiate Athletics has said that the CFP expansion will generate nearly $1.4 billion annually in new and unaccounted for revenue. None of this flows to the athletes who are playing on the field. This complaint, it is saying, um, is really, it's not necessarily about NIL. It is about revenue sharing to be allocated by the free market rather than the restrictive unlawful rules of a central labor cartel that takes advantage of the athletes that are the primary sources of its massive income, which is a direct quote from his allegations. That's sick. What an allegation. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I feel like this is, NIL is put in place to kind of counteract that. I'm curious how they would split that up with the athletes. We've seen different kind of proposals and, and ways to split it up and um, good luck. I mean, right. I mean, it, it's, it's money and it's a lot of money. Hopefully this goes through, but we've seen this antitrust law kind of argued multiple times. And I don't know, like it, it could end up being something and it's definitely a great argument to have because there is going to be a ton of money. We saw this year, like we already got Georgia cut out of this playoffs, right? And then next year, if it, when it expands to 12, that's a huge market that's going to be in there. They're going to be watching at least three games. Cause like, you know, they're going to win two or three. I, I don't know. I, they're, they're not going to get, they're not going to get it by next year, mm-hmm. you know, especially yeah. the way things move. No, no. I'm also curious, like what is the ultimate goal actually to get those rights or is this starting something else? You know, you had to file this to get, like, you had to do A to get B. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Then it's like, it's just, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And it, it, but truly, like, name, image, and likeness, then, end of the day, is also like just the ability for a kid to make money off their name, image, and likeness. This isn't it. Mm-mm. This is something entirely different. It's, it's revenue share, it's making money that they feel like they deserve um, because they are on, on the field performing. And they are doing a ton and there would be no game without the athletes, but you could always argue that you find more athletes. So you don't know who, who is the the product here. And that's kind of the argument. I think they're going to try to figure out, you know, is it the, the football program itself? Is it the game? Is it the college sports playoff? What's the product that's actually making the money? And um, it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can't wait to see how it plays out. It's going to take forever. It will. <laughs> Okay, should we do our nillies? Let's do it. Okay, so Zenith, a helmet company, has signed a deal with a Georgia high school athlete. Tyler Atkinson from Grayson High School in Loganville, Georgia, will represent the brand. He already has offers to play at Georgia, Alabama, Texas, and LSU. So that's pretty cool. We're starting to see some uh, Georgia high school athlete NIL deals picking up ever since they just started allowing that a few months ago. So, yay. That's so interesting because, like, you can't, you know, Georgia high school law right now, it, it's really prohibits wearing any kind of, um, you know, school uniform, school logo, anything like that. It, that's, that's like their big no-no, right? You just got to be truly yourself. But then you come in and you're actually wearing the Zenith helmet. Do you think his promos are going to be like him in street clothes with a helmet on? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the times we had to Photoshop out all these yes. designs off of these athletes that send their photos in for Nilly. And, like, now it's like him. He doesn't have to. That's, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Yeah, very, very cool. All right. Well, he still has to take the high school thing out. 
He gets to take, yeah, sure. He gets to take his, his school Zenith. stuff, but yeah, he can yeah, probably right. keep the Zenith on there now. And I wonder if, if, you know, if more people are just using their, their kind of school stock photos and they're trying to manipulate those and make it, you know, you can make it artistic, right? You can do your artistic interpretation of it to some oh, we extent. Know. <laughs> yeah. And then you can kind of turn it into something that it originally wasn't. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, like maybe that's one thing that's not going to be photoshopped out. And the more brands that hear that, that they can get their brand out on t-shirts and swag and merch and all that, they're going to start doing some maybe blanket deals to get their mm -hmm. stuff not blurred out. Um, that's maybe something we'll see. Yeah. Hmm, who knows? West Virginia's Country Road Trust has partnered with Swill Dog for a bourbon series. The pre-sale for this bourbon has started and Country Roads will, select, will receive a percentage of each sale. That's really neat. I know we've talked about this in the past about how the collectives can do alcohol and the athletes can't. That's really fun. I feel like what a fun thing to have for game day. Yeah, keep it in your. Uh, I mean, they, they might need it after <laughs> after their season. They might, they might sell plenty of uh, Swill Dog in the Bourbon Series, but um, yeah, that's uh, it's cool. And again, that separation of who can and who can't, and then the, is the collective its own little business now? You know, it's interesting. A little skirting because like they're making the money, but then they give it to the athletes how they want. Skirt, skirt, skirt. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you'd like to learn more about Vichify's platform, visit nilly.io. If you'd like to learn more about our framework compliance platform and financial literacy courses, visit victuify.com. And if you'd like to learn more about our favorite recent Nillies from across the country, follow us on social media. Yes, we post a new Nilly often. We also do a lot of behind the scenes and other things on our Instagram at name image likeness podcast. And you can also follow our drift. It has all the links to everything that we do. And remember, if you're going to be at the National High School Athletic Director Association Conference, look us up, baby. And please remember to rate and review the podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Take care. Name Image Likeness is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. The show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer. Thanks to the team at Victory 5 for creating the content for this week's episode.